Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Damn these Biloxi blues. It happens every night And I ain't never met a riverboat dealer That could ever be a friend of mine Absolutely have not Summer heat never treats me kind It leaves trouble on my mind So I'm bidding farewell Putting in my nose And I'll see you at another time This highway Does not know my name And I don't care No, I Right to the hood. Just a white line gypsy getting out of Mississippi with just enough gas to keep there. Low budget live, not so live. From the low budget live bar and grill. Bar and bunker, man. Bar and bunker. Getting them 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 trolls. It's like, you know, in the in the old movies, man, you got you, uh, like the farm folks, the town people and the farmers, they get their pitchforks and their tar and feather and they'd go after the troll or the monster. And this day and time, the trolls come after the good guys. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's quite an interesting world we live in these days, but welcome all you low lifers and trolls and, and, uh, you know, Mouth-breathing mom's basement dwellers, this is the podcast for October 11th. And if you're wondering what low-lifers are, and, and I've been called a low-lifer multiple times in my life, but especially in the last few days, I am a low-lifer. This is, uh, we live the low-life here, low-budget life. The listeners that are actual listeners, not not people that come passing through because of one thing or another, the, the faithful, the the folks that follow this, that I'm very proud to speak with, to engage with on a weekly basis. They refer to themselves as the lowlifers. It's not a derogatory term, but if you hang around for a couple of weeks, you're a lowlifer. So you might want to either get on board or, you know, just keep keep doing you, boo-boo. That's all I got to say. But uh, going to make this one kind of short and sweet today because I'm recording this on Sunday for it to post on October 11th. And uh, been out of town at the Bassmaster Open, as those that follow me know. Uh, a couple hours from the house, got back on Friday night. And today's a very special day. It's October 10th when I'm recording this, and and it is my son Hudson's birthday, his 14th birthday. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to spend all day dwelling and dealing with this. This is the day I normally record the podcast, but... Uh, He's still in bed this morning, and so I thought I'd come and record a podcast 
and uh, talk about the week, talk about some of his craziness, but uh, not going to take too much time away from family. I do that enough as is. So here we go. First of all, I want to thank the sponsors of the show. Many of you have reached out to them with your disgust for me, and that is, uh, you know, that's much appreciated. Startron and Starbright kicking ethanol in the teeth. I wonder if Startron can make like a troll repellent. They need to spray it right in the face, spray it on your phone, and the and the goons don't show up. I don't know. Uh, it'd be very interesting, wouldn't it? Startron and Starbright kicking ethanol in the teeth in your weed eater and your chainsaw. But more importantly than all those, your bass boat. In your outboard engine, because ethanol will gum up the works, nothing ruins a great day on the water, like an outboard engine that won't run. If you're going to store your bass boat, if you live in a part of the country where that water gets hard and you can't fish, you're going to want to put Startron in there, in the tank. Don't worry about running all your fuel out, all the things that so many of you truly have to worry about. Startron will kick that ethanol in the teeth, and it'll keep you from having problems when you go to Start that sucker the next time you go out. So big thanks to the folks from Startron, Starbright, for supporting Low Budget Live for over four years now. It's much appreciated. Week in and week out. Sims clothing, Sims fishing products. This week I got to wear the Pro Dry rain suit way more than I wanted to, but it did just what it does. It's a pro keeping you dry. Uh, then, it, you know, this bipolar October Indian summer weather we're having. You know, we had torrential rain for about three or four days at Smith. Lake came up. And then it was like 90 degrees on the last day. So I was rocking that Solar Flex hoodie. And uh, man, I don't know what I ever did before those really uh, hooded sun shirts. I, I just, I'm not a buff. I can't wear a buff over my face, just get too hot. So I like the, sh- and I, and the only reason I ever really wore a buff was to keep it off my neck. But I like that. That hood, man, I fish with it uh, a lot. And the folks at Sims want me to remind all of you, you get one life, fish it well. Pro Guide batteries, ran those into the ground this week and couldn't kill them. I tried. Uh, The new lithiums, loving them, loving my 31 AGM that I use them for a cranking battery. Having great, great, great luck with those Pro Guide batteries this year. You can get yours at ProGuideBatteries.com. Use code LBL10. And last but not least, Express Boats Heart Springs, Arkansas, the official boat of the Traveling Circus, that X-21 with the Yamaha show, that 250 show, the Sea Deck. Put a lot of time on it this week. Put a lot of time on it. I think I burned, I had uh, 40 gallons of gas. I think I burned 31 the first day <laughs> to catch one. <laughs> uh, but ran ran that Express around shallow, deep. The versatility is funny. You know, I'd go skip docks. I'd go run pockets on a buzz bait, plopper, that kind of stuff. And then I'd be out over 100 feet of water on live scope chasing around, uh, chasing around suspended spots. So the versatility of the boat, you know, you don't give up one thing to have a, quote, aluminum boat. I, you know, it's a high-performance bass boat. A lot of people, the 10 rig, man, it's uh, it's not a 10 rig. It's 21 feet. That It's it's so cool, though, when you're at, like, those Bassmaster Opens. It's, it's you know, co-anglers. Shout out Rodney, my co-owner from the first day. He's like, man, this thing is bl- has blown my mind. And I forget what kind of bass boat he had, but he said, I just did not think it would be this stable. Like, this is crazy. And uh, it's it's fun hearing those stories because everybody, once they're around it, they really, they get it. You know, they're like, dang, this thing. I had a guy pull up. He was in a Ranger. I was strapping my stuff down to come home Friday afternoon. And he said, damn, man, that thing's as wide as I said, Every boat on the market. He's like, yeah, I don't know why I didn't think they would be. So it was. He was like going over the sea deck. He's like, dang man, I gotta, I gotta check into those. So it's 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 a lot of fun for me uh, because I've really enjoyed running that boat this year, as many of you know. So huge thank you to Express Boats, that X twenty one baby, right here the banner, hang the banner. Express Boats building excitement since nineteen sixty six. Get to spend some time with those folks in a couple weeks, and I'm looking forward to it all right let's jump in let's jump in let's jump into this uh this wild and wonderful world that is the internet and uh for those of you that listen every week that uh that are loyal low lifers man i I will talk to y'all first i want to tell you how much i appreciate each and every one of you the, the sincerity that comes with you guys the support that comes with you guys um I let it all fly out here publicly 
all the time. No, I don't have the biggest following in the world. Um, but I've got some really loyal folks that appreciate what I do and they let me know that on a, on a weekly basis. And it's very cool. And it's been a, it's been a good thing for me and my family. Um, it turned into another career with the National Professional Fishing League where I am, uh, I get to be the host, get to be the face of that league. And those, those folks are great. And I'm very proud that they have my back in life and, uh, nothing has ever, uh, proven that more than this past week, uh, when all this insanity started and, and, uh, and I started it and I started it for sure. But, uh, what a crazy week, you know, last week I was, I was at the Bassmaster Open. I, I recorded the podcast when I got home from our last MPFL event, I had landed about midnight and I got on here and I recorded the next morning. Then I had to go uh, down to Smith Lake and, you know, I opened that show with talking about YouTubers and, uh, Obviously, didn't name anybody, had a couple in mind. Um, one one guy that I was very frustrated with, and that was Rob Turkla, Lunkers TV, and, and Rob fished the MPFL. Rob reached out to me to get in contact with the MPFL, and he came to fish with us. And, and for about the first half of the year, Rob was, you know, he was having a blast, and he and I really talked a lot, and I got to know Rob, and, and, uh, and, and I like Rob. Um, Rob and I have had several, you know, conversations back and forth. He's never been a guy that, you know, I wouldn't let him ruffle my feathers and he wouldn't let me ruffle his for the most part. Up until last week. And, and, you know, Rob left Lake Winnebago early. He, uh, was our fifth event in Wisconsin. He fished two days and he left, he left and some things were said that were frustrating to me when he did leave. And, you know, I kind of, I, did, I didn't reach out to Rob about it at Winnebago. I didn't. And uh, I saw the frustration of friends of mine and now what I consider family, the MPFL family. And so I, I didn't say anything. Well, then Rob came to Grand Lake and Rob left after day one there. And he zeroed. And I was pissed. I was pissed because he came home and he made some posts talking about the fishery and some things like that. And these these towns that we go to, like Grove, Oklahoma, that are such great hosts, you know, that's the last thing they want to see or hear, right? Um, because they're they're hosting the event. They they don't want that from a guy that has a lot of followers. So the league was frustrated. And I had talked to them and I, I was frustrated, but that he left and and then did that. Well, I didn't reach out to Rob, and I should have. I should have reached out to Rob uh, before I said what I said. And and so I got on here, said my piece about, you know, quitting and him being a tough guy. And, uh, and so what would ensue after that, people taking that comment thinking I was talking about he was a military guy. No, that had nothing to do. I'm talking about him shooting damn guns out of helicopters, and he's always just 90 miles an hour through craziness. And has nothing to do with the fact that he's in the military. But then I felt as if he let a bass tournament get to him. And I told him earlier this year that I didn't think he was going to be able to handle an ass whip, like on a podcast. So, like, Rob and I have a pretty good back and forth most of the time. But I said that, and I was, I was mad. And I was defending the people that I care about, the NPFL. And they're not only my employer, but they're my friends and, and now very much like family to me goes beyond that. If, if it all ends tomorrow, guys like Brad Fuller, Paul Benson, Al McCullough, and myself, and, and Michelle Fuller, we're all still going to be friends. Like, they're good people trying to do good things. And I would also like to point out former veterans, or I mean veterans, former military members that own the MPFL. It is a veteran-owned league, okay? Veteran-owned. Everything we do revolves around uh, the military in some way. We have a lot of former military members that fish the league, okay? So it, it was just to see see all this happen was crazy. But so, you know, the podcast obviously goes up on a Monday. And on Tuesday, um, I start seeing uh, 
things pop up online. My wife sent me some stuff from some fake some fake pages. The uh, the the mouth breathing fake pages. The 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 bait experts that run uh, hidden little pages and and uh, poke the bears that can't say anything from their face. Right, making posts about me and making posts about lunkers um, because I had defended Rob all year, and then I and then I did in essence turn on him in my comments to open the show. So they were coming at me, and I told my wife that afternoon on the phone, I said, you know, I'm no better than them, these, these people that just sit at home and stir this bullshit with their memes and their, you know, all this stuff. I'm no different than them other than I say it to a camera from my face, but I'm still attacking this guy for whatever reason. And I told her, I was like, I want to reach out to Rob. And I hadn't heard from Rob yet at this point. And Rob's the kind of guy that most of the time when you got a million followers, I don't know what that's like and I never will, but when you have that, like he's used to bullshit. And Rob's a controversial guy who has taken multiple shots over the years at different things, and including professional fishing. And he has been one of the most hated guys in the fishing industry for years now. And... Until I got to know him, I just knew him as that, okay? But, but I got to, you know, I got to thinking, like, man, this is not all right. And uh, just full disclosure here, I left a sponsor that I've been with for four years, a little over a month ago, because of the nonstop Guggen bashing, Guggen this, Guggen that, Lunkers this, Lunker that, and then their involvement with a lot of fake pages, that say a lot of horrible stuff about a lot of a lot of people, and uh, and I left that spot. I left you know left a little bit of money on the table. I left, and uh, because I just got tired of being in that drama. Okay, and I know that sounds funny coming from a guy that uh, that has stirred up drama from time to time, and and then like this week is full on drama. But I left that sponsor because of that. Because of that, because I didn't want to, I didn't want to deal with that. I didn't want to deal with the the narcissistic freaking egos um, that were just involved in this company. So I left. So Tuesday on Tuesday, when I'm seeing all this, about a week after my contract ran out, it's real. The timing of it was awesome, um, but I'm sure they don't have anything to do with any of it. Uh, it just hit me, man. I was like, you know, this is not okay. But again, I'm at a tournament. I go on about my business. Well, Rob reached out to me on Tuesday night, and he and I had a had a back and forth, and we talked for about an hour, and we talked about everything from mental health to our personal lives and things going on. And so Rob and I ended it like I apologized to Rob. I apologized to Rob Tuesday about hey man because he told me he explained that he was he was not feeling it, and that he came home because he just couldn't get his mind right, and he was having these panic attacks and things. And, and my only question to him was, why would you not let Brad Fuller, a veteran whose wife has dealt with PTSD and helped uh, folks with fine therapy and, and worked with, with multiple, multiple servicemen and women about that, why wouldn't you just let them know that? Why would you go home and talk about a lake being shitty? Um, to which he really didn't have a good answer, right? And 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 I think he wishes he handled that differently on that side of it. Uh, and, you know, mental health is something that is very serious. It's something that I struggle with in life. It's something that my mother struggled with. It's something that my grandmother struggled with. There's a, There are histories of different types of things in my, in my family. It's not something that I... Uh, that I would ever make fun of, uh, especially not something that I would ever, you know, it, it's, it, it's crazy. So two days, two days after Rob and I talked and I really did think that I was sincerely telling, Hey man, like I get it. Like he, I opened up things to Rob from my personal life and he opened up things to me in this conversation that, you know, people don't know about me. People don't know a lot of the behind-the-scenes stuff that's happened just in the last year of my life, and people get an hour of me a week or a YouTube video here and there or what you hear at the NPFL. So you don't know me, and you don't 
know Rob. If you're watching this and you're a Rob fan, I, I do. I know Rob. I've had the had the fortune of getting to know Rob. Um, and and I was surprised, just like Rob was, to hear what I said. I was surprised Rob posted a video on Thursday evening. And uh, he had, I was fishing. I had a really tough day on the water. I got off and my phone was just melting. And folks from the MPFL, Brad Fuller, was very upset about it. And uh, Rob had had pre-apologized to them that he had to post this video to protect his name. Um, you know, and, and that's that's what he did. And what followed that, though... What followed it in, in that video, I was made out to be someone that attacked a veteran solely like that was only my mission was to attack a veteran with PTSD, you know, how dare I? And people were calling for my head, cancel culture, tagging TH Marine, who I work for. It's my 16-year career. They don't sponsor me. I'm a sales manager for them. I've worked there since 2000, since two months after I graduated college. I've worked there. And people tagging them and stuff, people tagging my sponsors. I'm anti-American. And, and right now I'm looking at a flag, a folded flag I was given by a member of our military that they flew in Afghanistan for me. I've got another one in my house that they flew in my mom's honor from a low-lifer. Shout out John Hatfield. In memory of my mother, they flew it over there for me. I have nothing but love and respect for our veterans and our military folks. My grandpa, Daddy Richard, Richard Peters, only flew on an airplane his entire life to go to Korea and come back. That's it. His stories, the shit he talked about my entire life, I know what people go through. I'm not tough enough to do it. But I wasn't talking about PTSD. I wasn't talking bad about a veteran. I was talking about decisions I felt he had made that I didn't agree with. Now, let's talk about being a veteran. If you're a veteran and you go into a bank and you put a gun to the teller's head and you ask them for all the money, then you go outside and you run into the cops. You're like, hey, I'm a veteran. Guess what? You still go to jail. So veterans can do things that people disagree with. The two are mutually exclusive. Period. Wasn't I wasn't talking about an American hero. He's not he is not free from any criticism. He gets criticized on a daily basis because Rob's like me and he puts himself out there to a lot more people than I'll ever put myself out there to, but Rob is used to criticism, okay? He's used to it. And when that video came out, it painted me in a light of anti-American and anti- and it was just, it was disgusting what followed. And the people that showed up in my YouTube comments, threatening my life, posting my address, posting my wife and children's names, saying unspeakable things because they had watched a video from someone they worship. They've never met, but they worship. And trashed me. And, uh, and you know, I'm a guy that I, I stir the pot enough that I'm used to negative stuff. I see it a lot, okay? Um, but what got me were the mouth-breathing mom's basement dwellers that think and thought it was okay to message my wife and my children over a YouTube video. Like, I pick this life, okay? I pick to come and stare at this camera once a week and give you a little piece of the fishing industry, of my knowledge, of what's going on, of my personality, of my family. I give you a little bit, but my family and my wife mainly, they didn't choose this life. They choose to support me doing it. But when I watch my wife with tears running down her face, reading a meme that some piece of shit made on the internet, saying she looked like a buffalo carp, from a fake page, of course, because everybody knows 
people that are capable of that kind of bullshit are too scared to post anything with any kind of relevance to who they really are. Kevin Baxter, those kind of people. They, they have a persona on the internet, but they also have fake pages that they handle. People like that. People like that. So any of you listening to this that support any of those fake pages at all, uh, just keep stepping, man. Don't, don't uh, like I've always been against those. The Jim Jones bass fishing, the Dick Duckets, all these stupid little fanboy fake pages on Instagram that could never say what I've said to a camera because they'd never put their face behind it, ever. I've risked my career, and now I've risked my, my family's well-being, to be honest. And none of you can say that because you're all scared, and you're pathetic, ultimately. But that's what I took from it. It's sad and pathetic, the things I've seen. But to message... Family members of mine, I don't care if you hate me. I don't. I don't care if you thought for a second the things that you thought about me. From watching a video to come immediately comment the things you were commenting to me. Whatever. But when it got to my wife and it got to my children, it was a wake-up call for me. It was a wake-up call for me. That uh, this triggered internet world we live in, it's very sad and it's very pathetic. It is. And what you folks don't realize that are consumed by this, you're consumed with keeping up with whoever it is, whether it's the damn The Rock or musicians and or or professional bass fishermen and who you suck or this song sucks or you the you don't realize there are people on the other sides of these cameras. There's actual people. When you live your life consumed with only online jargon and BS, you forget there are actual people involved. And in this case, it's my family. So when this shit went crazy, I, I fished all day Friday again, the Bassmaster Open, and when I got off the water, my wife had sent me several things she'd been sent through, throughout the day. And it was... It was grotesque, like it was just ridiculous. And then that continued into yesterday and continued into this morning. There was somebody messenger at, at, at two this morning. Two this morning, going through and liking pictures of my daughter, going through and commenting on pictures of my daughter. I mean, just things like, like sick individuals. And it's truly, uh, you know, watching my daughter cry yesterday, thinking somebody's going to hurt me because they had found my address. I mean, it's, you know, these are real things. And, uh, and I asked for it. I asked for it by saying something about a guy that has his audience has been used like a weapon before, and they uh, they came came around like that. And um, you know, and a lot of people they want to say, "Oh, the Guggen Squad fan base is a bunch of kids." No, it's not. Kids don't kids don't do these are grown ass men, grown ass men that are saying the things they're saying. It's not thirteen year olds, man. It's not, it's not fifteen year olds. It's, uh, it's grown men and grown women saying the things they're saying. So on Friday afternoon, I talked to Rob, and, uh, and I was like, hey, man, this, this shit's gone far enough. And Rob, who went through a very public divorce, knows all about when it gets a little too close to family. And, Rob, and look, Rob puts his family out there on the internet. He's an influencer. That's what he does. And he has, he has done that over the years. And and his daughter is a lot younger than my kids. And so she doesn't have to see the stuff that Rob puts up with. Um, but mine do, because my youngest is 10 years old. And they, they all very much saw what's going on. They got messages sent to them. They, it's, it's, it's sick. It's really sick. And so Rob agreed to take his video down. After multiple conversations about things... He agreed to take his video down. Uh, I talked to Matt Kendrick, CEO of Guggen Bates, as did Brad Fuller from the MPFL. I talked to Brad several times through this, and they have had my back exponentially. You're looking at the host for 2022 and beyond. They're not getting rid of me. As I mentioned, they are a veteran-owned business, and they did not find any issue in anything I said at all. 
They didn't know Rob was struggling. Rob didn't tell them he was struggling like he didn't tell me, and it's my fault for not asking if he was struggling, okay? But you got to realize when you're only getting what you're getting, whether it's social media or actions in a boat ramp parking lot, one can only come to so many conclusions. And when you assume, sometimes you get a bunch of mom's basement comments. You get death threats, physical threats, people trying to get you fired, people messaging your wife, telling her what a piece of trash she is for being married to a piece of trash like you. A mama and stepmama of five kids is a college professor, works harder than anybody I know. Drag her into this because you watched one video. That was taken down because not all the facts were presented correctly, like the fact that I had already apologized and we had talked two days earlier about a lot of things. A lot of facts left out. Just like me bashing him and not knowing the facts that he had something going on in his life. A lot more people listen to him jump to conclusions, you know. And the very people in the bass fishing world, a lot of them that turned on me are the same people that were bullshitting about Rob the week before and calling him things. But the pile-on effect really works, you know. It really does. But I want to say that uh, you folks that that messaged my family, that commented some of the things you have to them, about them. There's a special place in hell for folks like y'all. Truly. Truly. It goes beyond, you know, thin skin, clout chasing, blah, 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 all these internet terms. It goes beyond that, man. And for most of you that are faceless and nameless, you're cowards. You're cowards. I've been called a coward for... Talking about Rob, I did it looking into a camera from a microphone. And the people calling me cowards are now attacking my family. I'm not all right with it. There's nothing you can do about it. The internet's a messed up place. I choose to dwell in it on a weekly basis. A lot of really good people. I, I, I told Marissa that last night. Um, and that's why I started this the way I did. I'm, I am forever grateful for the low-lifers, the people that I've met in person, taken pictures with, have showed up to low-budget live events. And there's a lot of y'all that are amazing. And y'all have changed my life. And, and I like to think that, that weekly, and so many of you let me know this, that I, I impact yours in a positive way. And we focus too much on negative stuff in life because through this, the amount of people that have just seen the insanity and have messaged me on Instagram that I've never met and said, hey, man, just hope you're all right. This is BS and it'll pass, man. And those are good people. Those are good people. Uh, if you're capable of typing some of the things that people have typed, you're not a good person. And, I, and I've seen, you know, several veterans have made videos, have, have sent me DMs saying they're going to knock my teeth out. They hope I get hit in front, of a car, in front of my family by a car, go walk into traffic. All these beautiful things that I've been sent by, for, like, veterans. Which makes my point, just because you're a veteran doesn't mean you also just automatically have to be a good guy and get a pass because they took one video, and of course, they're very proud to be military members, and they are, and rightfully so, defending one of their own, just like I was defending my own people of the MPFL when this all started because I felt like they were done wrong. And I took it personal, and that's what I did. So Rob and I talked... And uh, if you tuned into this video hoping for a public apology to Rob, well, Rob and I are, are both men, and we've talked. And we, we settled this on both ends. He took his video down. I took my podcast down. And that's that. 
So to come on here and look in this camera and apologize, I see that as apologizing to the thousands of people that said a lot of really dumb, really horrible, classless things, and you don't get an apology. You jumped the gun on something you thought you knew, and you went zero to 60. And that's what, and that's what the Internet does. It doesn't matter if it's about football, politics, religion, people's, you know, whatever they got going on. Everybody goes from zero to 60, and they pick a side, and they jump on it. And so, especially if it seems like it's the popular side to be on, because an influencer tells you that or whatever, right? And I can be, I can be guilty of that as well. Like, my opinions about Major League Fishing at times, my opinions about whatever in the fishing world, people tend to take those and run with them. And, you know, a lot of people have a real disdain for organizations in fishing or anglers or what. I don't. I have a show and I talk about it. It's topics. Now, have I had personal issues with things? Uh, hell yeah. With people? Yeah. Yeah. But on my worst day, I would never want anybody to wake up and have to read the things my family's had to read. Million percent. Million percent. And most of you that can comment it, you wouldn't want your wife or your daughter reading it either. But some of y'all need to reevaluate your lives, find some actual purpose, and damn, go outside. Go fishing. Quit just talking about it on the internet. Damn, go. Go outside. You follow Rob, you like to watch him shoot guns. Shit, go, go to the range, man. Just go hug your kids. Go do something positive. Please. Because it's very clear a lot of y'all are drowning in some kind of psychosis that is not healthy. And to know that if you go to the grocery store right now, there's a lot of folks that could say things like that behind a keyboard walking around in real life is, is honestly scary. It's the real pandemic. Like, it's, it's scary. So I want to thank uh, Brad Fuller, Michelle Fuller, Al McCullough, Paul Benson once again from the MPFL. Like I said, for having my back, fighting the good fight for me on this. The people that are proud on the face of their organization, and I don't care what you think about that, neither do they. I take my job with them very seriously. Very serious. And uh, always will, as long as they'll have me. So uh, I hate to disappoint all you that thinks that you're going to get to watch that with somebody else at the championship and next year, but I just don't think that's going to be the case. At all. So... Um, yeah, there we go. That's it. Um, again, thank you to every every service man and woman out there, like my grandfathers, like most of your fathers and grandfathers, like like you that are listening. And I have had, I want to say this real quick too, multiple veterans reach out to me not okay with what was going on towards me that that very much saw through what was happening. Okay. So I, I don't I don't I don't uh I don't want to leave that out because I had several that are just like, dude, low lifer forever, you know, low lifer for life. Very cool. Very cool. Like I said, right here, it's past the camera, pointing right at it. A beautiful folded flag. Military patches, amazing in remembrance of 9-11 flown and presented to me for the low-budget live barn grill hanging right here. I look at it every... There's a reason it's right there. There's a reason it's right there. And uh, and that reason is not because I'm un-American or like to bash veterans. Like, that's, that's just silly. That's silly. Absolutely silly. But again, thank you to the people that have my back. Thank you to the people that watch this. And thank you to my friends, like like real friends that have reached out about this. Like, 
hey, this is crazy, but we love you, man. You do a lot of good things. Don't pay these mouth breeders any attention. These keyboard warriors, man, don't let them get to you. And and I'd like to say that for me, they don't. But when it took a turn, it's when it got to my family. And that's when I lost all respect for a lot of folks. A lot of y'all. For sure. And there's some of y'all, I'll say this too, there's some of y'all, that I see in person every now and then. And if you see me coming, I'd go the other way. And the ones here and out there, about three of you. And y'all know who you are. You're probably on a fake Tinder account right now trying to get some girl to send you a picture, but I'll see y'all soon probably at some point. I'd go the other way. Because I don't just talk straight up to a camera. I'll talk to you and, you, and, and like to your face too. I'm, I'm not bashful about that. Not bashful. So uh, shout out to Rob Turkla for taking the video down as well. I, I will give Rob that. He didn't have to do that. And, uh, and Rob's more versed in this internet world than I am. And uh, Rob did apologize for the insanity. And uh, now we move on. Now we move on. So something, I, I'm going to say this real quick. I'm, I'm going to talk just a few more minutes and then I'm, and then I'm out for the week. But uh, on the video that had five minutes of talking about YouTubers. Oh, speaking of YouTubers, Oliver Nye. Oliver Nye fishes all the Bassmaster Opens and has absolutely had a tough season, but he keeps coming back. And I want to say people were commenting that I wasn't taking a shot at Oliver Nye at all. Not in the least, not in the least, man. Oliver's put up with more drama and hatred bull crap from internet keyboard warriors over the years. Uh, a guy that, you know, puts himself out there and now he's trying the tournament thing, man. And he keeps showing up. He's fishing like all nine open. So nothing but respect for that dude. Nothing but respect. So I think I didn't want to get that. I don't want to get that twisted. I don't want to get that twisted. He was not in that rant at all, uh, but just want to get that out there. I saw Oliver this week, um, and yeah, just want to say that. Uh, all right, so, but in, in that, at the end of that video, I had interviews with our Angler of the Year, Keith Carson, and I had interviews with Taylor Watkins, the winner of stop number six on the National Professional Fishing League. So at the end of this video, I'm going to put those on the end. Because they deserve it So if you're listening to this on iTunes, Spotify The podcast will end pretty soon But if you're watching this on YouTube And you haven't seen those guys' stories from the year Incredible Keith Carson, incredible Taylor Rockins But they will be on the end of this video Please please go watch it Go follow those guys on social media They're real anglers They are really hard workers They're great human beings And um, I'm proud of everything they've done and uh, all they've accomplished on the National Professional Fishing League. All right, congrats to Jacob Prosnick, winner of the Bassmaster Central Open. And the reason I laugh is last Sunday I was sitting in my shop. It's pouring down rain. I get a phone call, and it's Prosnick. And he's, he says, uh, Playa, how am I going to catch some this week? And I'm like, well, dude, this is going on. That's going on. I sunk some brush, and this could happen. That could happen. So we talked and uh, ran into Prosnick a couple times during practice. Prosnick goes on and figures out this crazy pattern and freaking wins the thing. Go into the Bassmaster Classic at Lake Hartwell where he'll be tough that time of year especially. And he's still leading that Bassmaster Open AOI. And, I, and again, I, I the, the Opens are so unbelievably hard. They're such tough events. And, and fishing them this year, I've seen that obviously, but – so impressive to see Brosnick leading, and it's just like last year with Hackney and Christie and Justin Atkins and Brian New. These guys that can just go, "Hey, I'm going to make it," and they make it because there's so many more that don't that are great fishermen, man. But you're talking about we had 220 boats this week. Incredible, the size of the field, and Smith fish is pretty small, so there's boats everywhere, and it really you could tell after like day two of practice, 
it was going to be a horrific, tough event because the fish, man, they were just so spooky and, you know, everybody was going in and out of every pocket, throwing top water and all, and, and you could just see it change because I was there a week ago before MPFL and there were a lot of bites to be had up shallow. The spotted bass that were schooling really were, were eating, you know, you could see them on live scope and catch them and dude, it just got tougher and tougher and tougher. Is the two, they had a 200-boat local tournament on Saturday, and then practice began. There's 220 folks running around, so it just got tough. And I still didn't think it would be as tough as it was and, and uh, had, a, had a good practice, and I, I sunk, a lot of, uh, sunk a lot of cane piles, and I sunk some brush piles. Man, I put in several nights. I told you all the story about me and my little buddy, Trey Swindle, going and sinking some brush. I nearly cut my finger off. It's healed up now, but... Uh, you know, we had some brush. All that stuff was kind of was playing, and then I had some patterns, uh, a couple different patterns nailed down. I really, really expected – I didn't think catching a limit would be hard. Now, it ended up being hard for a lot of people. I think there were 30 out of 220 the first day or something along those lines. But, man, I, the first day, I literally, you know, catch one keeper for 113 and caught, I don't know, 20 or more fish, but they got to be 15 inches. And I knew that would be an issue, but I, honest to God, I didn't think catching five would be tough. Now, I thought getting over that 10, 11-pound mark, some of the spots were really skinny would be hard, but I thought I can catch – if I run enough spots, I can I can catch five. And we had a we had a fog delay the first morning. I didn't make my first cast like 9.15, but I had a 5 o'clock check-in, so I can't even use that as an excuse at all other than maybe did it mess up the early – like, I don't know. I don't like fishing in fog anyways most of the time. Uh, I just don't think the fish bite as well. But but anyways, I, I had a really long day to get it done, to get it figured out, and burned 31 gallons of gas, ran all over, and just caught one. Didn't lose, don't have any crazy stories, but oh, I lost them. I did this, I did that. I caught a flathead catfish on live scope on a swim bait, like watched him eat it, giant. And then I had uh, just had some really weird things happen all day long. But the weirdest, and I got to tell this story because I, it just cracked me up. But on day one, my partner and I ran to the back of this, this cove, and we could just hear this awful noise. Awful. It's like an animal screaming sound. It sounds like something's suffering. And you're like, what in the hell? So as we go back, dude, I see this black cat. It's a black kitten, but it's a black cat. And, dude, my grandma, Duncan, God rest her soul, she would have shot it. She hated black cats. And we could be going down the road and a black cat ran across the road. She she would do a freaking U-turn in the middle of the road, almost wreck it, and, and kill the grandkids just to get away from the black cat's path. Like, she was that superstitious, man. And so this black cat's back there, and we're, we're burning down the bank, throwing a buzz bait, and this thing's just... Just, dude, so loud. And I'm looking around like, and there's houses all around. There's a boat dock. This thing is screaming at us. If it's on this side of the pocket, we're on this side, moving parallel. It runs the entire length of the pocket with us while we're fishing. Like, I won't do the noise as loud as it was because I'll blow your ears out. It's a horrible sound. And so my partner's like, dude, we got to give that thing some food or something. And I'm like, dude, it's a black cat. I'm sorry it's having a tough day, but it's a black cat, right? Look at me being judgy. <laughs> but we go over there. We throw it like some little bit of ham and cheese. I throw it some beef jerky up there. It don't eat it. It just st- stares right at our soul and says, again. And I'm like, bro, I can't help you. Like, I don't. And we leave going out of the pocket, and it just chases us again. It runs out on the end of a boat dock like a dog wanting to ride, and I'm not putting a black cat in my boat. That happened at about 1 o'clock. I caught my only keeper. I caught it at 9 a.m. I don't know what that means, but it means something. <laughs> it was foreshadowing for what was coming that night from all the insanity on the Internet, I guess. I don't know. But And I, I told my partner, I said, well, congratulations, you're in one of the top 10 weirdest stories on the water that I'll ever have because that one was bizarre, and it was that, man. It was so crazy, so crazy. But uh, I ended up catching one and uh, changed some things up day two and and ended up catching four, did ha- did lose two on a finesse jig that second day. I got kind of dialed in the, the second morning, and I caught four keepers that I weighed very fast, and then I – 
dumped one that I saw was like a three-pound spot, and then two more that I didn't see that felt felt really good when they pulled off. They just weren't getting the jig good. They were just biting, and then it, by like 11 o'clock, it was like you flipped the light switch. I never had another bite the rest of the day um, on that deal or any other deal that I ran. Just And I thought, golly, well, you blew that. Could have made a little bit of comeback. And I still jumped up like 100 places in the standings, man, like beat over 100 and something folks with really low, with a, with basically a limit i caught five fish in two days that i weighed like it it was it was brutal it was brutal but congrats to the guys that figured out jesse wiggins ended up having a great comeback finished third prosnick winning the thing nick lebron saw my buddy cody huff shout out to cody live scope genius uh put it on him down there I like I like Cody. He's he's one of the young, promising pros in the sport of bass, professional bass fishing. Um, down there doing doing damn work is what he was doing, doing work. But good seeing everybody. Saw Jordan Lee. Saw Brock Mosley. Saw countless freaking people. The folks at Bass telling me they're low lifers. Like Chris Bowes and crew run an absolute great event. There are things that frustrate me about the Opens that I've talked about. I, I'd like to see the payout go deeper into the field. I think that would help a lot of guys that chase them around because the fields are so big. But, man, there's a reason that people sign up year after year after year and they're stacked up because they run a freaking amazing event, really. Like, it's first class. I have 220 boats. The takeoff is seamless. The weigh-ins are seamless. Like, it's they're a good time. I'm looking forward to grand. In the last central open of the year but if you're looking for something to fish man check out those bassmaster opens it's uh you know if you get fortunate to have a great week you go to the bassmaster freaking classic so i think that's uh that's a pretty good carrot to dangle and that's why i'm going to grand lake just praying for a for a lucky good week you know great three days of fishing um so one more chance for the rest of us to to uh go to the classic somebody's going to that's for damn sure but a lot of fun down there seeing everybody. Shout out to all of you folks that came up to me at the weigh-in. Appreciate y'all very, very much. All right. That's all for me this week. It's it's a lot, I know. Um, I'm not going to take you out with Biloxi Blues this week because I'm going to play the Keith Carson, Taylor Watkins interviews again because those guys deserve it. And I reached out to both those guys when I took the video down, and I said, I apologize, but there's too much BS around it. Rob took his video down. I agreed to take mine down. And so you're going to get a double dose. Keith Carson, Taylor Watkins will be back next week. I'm going to try to make a P-Roz come on and talk to me while he's on his way to Grand Lake trying to make the Elite Series. Talk about his classic win. We'll get him tuned up and dialed up. I appreciate each and every one of you that, that, are, that are the real ones. Appreciate y'all tuning in. I'll see y'all next week. If you're listening, I'll see y'all next week. And if you're still watching, enjoy some Keith Carson and Taylor Watkins. See y'all next time.